Welcome to the Uncommon CEO Podcast, where we unpack the mindset, skills, and wisdom it takes to become an uncommon leader in a common world with your host, the Uncommon CEO himself, Andrew Smart. Welcome to this edition of the Uncommon CEO Podcast. Andrew, what's new in your world? Uh, in my world, it's uh, already been a busy summer. Uh, I can't believe that uh, we're, we're plowing away. Um, getting, we're halfway through swim team, which I'm excited about. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got to work a meet tonight and we've had all this rain. Oh Um, yeah. So I'm, um, I'm looking forward to the season, you know, moving, moving on, you know, it's a, we we're actually in a division this year where, um, you know, Botany Woods has, I mean, a good many kids, a lot of young kids, a lot Mm -hmm. of newer young kids, but we're in a division we shouldn't be in. I mean, we're going against like teams that have like 200 kids. Yeah. Um, and so, so I, uh, um, I appreciate this, uh, this time, this season, but, uh, look forward to moving on towards July. Uh, I'm going to do a little vacation there at the end of July. So I'm ready to move that way. Other than that, uh, it's been a pretty good, pretty good month, pretty good, uh, into the second quarter as we're working mm-hmm. through things. And, um, so I, I don't have much to complain about, but I know I got a lot to work on. Yeah, don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll kind of get into some of my thoughts there that I uh, that I've been working on as I've gone through this last quarter and looking at myself personally, looking as as as, as an organization team, and so. But before I do that, how about you? How are you? Good, good. Just had a little call it a vacation, call it a trip i don't know uh took the family up to washington dc and then yeah how was it pittsburgh it was cool we got to tour the white house in the capitol building which was neat you know because you have to really schedule those ahead of time and kind of got the word in the white house at the last minute and to go inside there that's a pretty neat place then hit you know did a lot a lot of walking all the monuments and beautiful museums and Kids got a kick out of seeing the dinosaurs, and of course, you got to go to the Natural History Museum. Oh yeah, and yeah, we went big elephant and uh, oh, yeah. blue whale, all that good stuff. Yeah, it was unfortunate. We did do the Capitol when I was there last year. The White House was still shut off. Couldn't, yeah, you couldn't do yeah. the White House then. Mm-hmm. So, um, just stop by and see Joe and talk mm-hmm. through a few things. <laughs> yep, I'm sure he. We didn't get the chance to to meet with him, but we got to see some of the the cool spots like the green room and. Every room's named after a color, the white house with the green room, the blue room, and the red room in there. So, yeah, but, but it was neat. You know, Joe Biden, you know, you know all presidents have, uh, in the modern age presidency of, of TV, internet, all presidents have gaffes, and they, you know, and they can make funny pictures, you know what I mean? You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's um, the one word, though, that, <laughs> that Joe will say all the time, but I'm like, he loves to say malar- malarkey. Malarkey. That's a very <laughs> That's malarkey. New England thing to say there. Yeah. So, um, but whether it's him or Trump, you know, I mean, everybody, everyone's got their, you know, they got, mm-hmm. you know, their, their, their funny sayings and gas. And, uh, and there's always, there's never a shortage of, of a presidential gift out there. That's the truth. Once, once the internet blew up, you know, you, you've got every, Every moment they move around yeah. is an opportunity for yeah. That's a, that video. In, in today's world of politics and presidencies, and really, I mean, anyone in, in in a position of influence like that, it's it's a little tougher because there's cameras and iPhones and oh my gosh, platforms. And it's yeah. it's a hard. It's a different world. 
Yeah, there's no privacy anymore. None about that. None, none. So, um, but we're not here to talk about you know Joe or Trump or any of those mm-hmm. guys. There's we could spend months on that one. Yeah, no but, doubt. But uh, what I am here to talk about, and it's kind of interesting. Um, when you went to y'all were in D.C. for how long? We were in there four days, three nights is how it shook out. Yeah. Did you notice being in a place like D.C., you, you, four days there, you can take in a lot and you realize still how much you haven't been able to see? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, we were only able to hit a quarter of the museums on the National Mall. And, you know, as much as we wanted to get over to the Jefferson Memorial, we were able to see Washington and Lincoln. You know, you just couldn't budget enough time to do everything, especially it's, with it, a five-year-old you're dragging around. It's, that's true. That's yeah. true. <laughs> and a lot of shoulder riding. That's happening. the way we yeah. felt. I mean, you go into the Smithsonian, yeah. I mean, just alone going to the Smithsonian takes a good while. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, you know, building off of, hey, you've got these days in Washington, D.C., you're trying to take in as much as you can, Uh I'm sure you had it all scheduled. To an extent, but sticking to that schedule, you know, life gets in the way a little bit. But yeah, we had to schedule it or else we wouldn't have seen what we needed to or, you know, everything would revolve around that White House tour. If you're 15 minutes late, you're not going on it. So you had to so make you, sure. You mentioned life kind of gets in the way of it. Well, you know, would you would you agree that schedules are important? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and are you good at in life and your day-to-day life are you good at organizing schedules i think i'm pretty organized when it comes to scheduling but yeah there's curveballs that happen throughout the day having a having a digital calendar makes all the difference for me for sure yeah i used to not use it and then i started using it mm-hmm. so i um i'm i'm better at that today uh, i had a guy that worked for me <laughs> good many years ago uh, we would all all pick on him because he would keep his schedule a couple of different things. He'd keep his notes in his schedule, one of the little bound books that we have. Mm-hmm. And we we would look at his writing, and it was like so small. And and I remember another guy that works for me says, man, that was like a murderer's handwriting. You know, he just kind of <laughs> like it. You know? yeah. And so uh, he he was to the point I felt like maybe overscheduled. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like overscheduled. Yep. And so, um, but you know, like I said, each to his own. You know, and but what I, what I want to talk about, Matt, is is we hear the word time management, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of what we just went through. What are we doing in our day? What are we doing in our life? What are we doing month to month? Time management. We hear a lot on time management. Matter of fact. You can go buy books on time management. You can go listen to podcasts and YouTube play. I mean, time management is is put out there a lot. Mm-hmm. But I ask you, why is it put out there a lot? Well, I mean, to me, I've seen how quickly a day, a week, a month can go by. And time management is so important because the chance to push things to the back or say, I'll get to that later is so tempting if you don't have a good time management routine, all of a sudden you'll go, gosh, it was June, now it's July, and I didn't accomplish what I set out to do. Yeah, things move fast. I mean, I mean, obviously, I mean, you and I have the same amount of time in each day. Mm-hmm. Um, but time management, because the truth is, we're not all good at using our time. Yep. And, and so when you look at time management, I really... I really think time management is all about how we manage ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's 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 really broken in down to that. And I I got a I got a quote here from Thoreau. Okay. And said, uh, it's not enough to be busy. The question is, what are you busy about? Mm-hmm. So you know, I think there, there's different spectrums. We can we can be overscheduled or we can not be scheduled. Yeah. And and we look at you know okay you know we can find ways in life to be busy. I mean I'm sure every day that you come to the office you find ways to be busy, right? Yeah, and I think you've mentioned a number of times that there's so many ways to be busy and not get things done. I think I think all of us are guilty of that. Yeah. So we you know we identify and we 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 admit that okay Matt and Andrew has the same amount of time but we don't all use our time in the best ways. Mm-hmm. And so, and so where does that really come down to the difference between time management and managing yourself? Well, I, I was thinking about it. Um, and as I've been doing some, like going through books and stuff I've, I've been reading, I'm thinking about, okay, am I, in my life, am I, am I more, am I more focused on being busy or am I focused on being effective? Mm-hmm. And there's a difference. No, Absolutely. You know, I think if I think if we're to ask each other, what do you want to be? You and I both would say, well, I want to be effective. Yeah, everybody would. But but there's something about often we get caught up in being busy mm-hmm. because busyness plays out in our whole life. I mean, just came off a weekend at, at, at the lake, you know, all kind of family, friends, stuff like that. I felt busy. Yeah, there's always busyness around. Um but what I didn't accomplish, I didn't accomplish rest. Yeah, that's how my DC trip was. I'll tell you yeah, that. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a when you go to DC on a trip like that, that's not a quote vacation. Yeah, that's not. what that was a working vacation. It was. Yes, I was managing a team during that. <laughs> yeah, vacation. you're managing a yeah. team. So it's, uh, um, you know, Matt, that stats say we are busier today than any other generation in life busier i believe that I, I think i think we i think today we get pulled in more directions than ever and i'm telling you i mean especially if you have family kids things like that i mean there there's just stuff going on all the time mm-hmm. i mean you asked you know how the summer's going okay we're going to be in this podcast i gotta leave this podcast i gotta go to a swim meet you know those swim meets last i mean I, and i'm working this swim meet this week and those swim meets might last on midnight yeah parents deserve a trophy for Take oh, part yeah. in the swimming. Oh, yeah. Tell you. Look, yeah. I yeah, I grew up swimming. I didn't know the hell I put, you know, my mom through yeah, yeah. and that. I mean, that is just, I mean, boy, I can tell you, you know, you're talking about going to a swim meet. Fortunately, uh, this summer so far, it hasn't been overly hot mm-hmm. on the swim meet. So I mean it's been like kind of like really mild. Yeah. But man, some of those swim meets where you're sitting out there and you just baking. Hundred degree weather, yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But what I what I what I do see coming back to is this busyness in life and this time management. And I think too often we might put focus into time management over how do we manage ourselves? How do we manage ourselves? I mean, you've heard me talk before about the Pareto principle where we use the 80-20 kind of rule. Mm-hmm. You know, that you know, you can kind of base business life, everything 80-20. Um and the and and the 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 80% you know often in our own personal managing ourselves is we spend 80% doing a lot of things 
but not doing a lot of things effectively. Mm-hmm. And if you really look at your life and you start looking at, okay, what, where's that 20%? Do I spend 20% in areas of effectiveness, things I like to do, things I'm passionate about? Do we do that? And I, if, if you really analyze your life, you probably, if you sat back and said, you know, no, really 80% of my life is just doing things. Mm-hmm. And I might get 20% of things that I like to do. Yeah. And then I feel like I walk away saying I accomplished something or I'm passionate about that. I mean, you know, you like to work, you know, do woodwork. I mean, you know, it, it would fall somewhere probably in that 20% category. I spent 20% of my time finding the last tool I set down. So, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And so, and so I wanted to just really hone in this manage yourself. So, Matt, knowing that we spend too much of our time in areas that aren't effective, what is it, how can we become better at that? How can we, how can we move some of that percentage, you know, beyond 20? How can we get that shifted over? Because we talk about shifts in life. I mean, successful people in life, people who we would categorize as uncommon people are great at making shifts in life. And, and most of their shifts that they make are the shifts that are going to help them be more effective. Mm-hmm. So talking about how, how can we do that, Matt? Well, I think list making is always a good start. Uh, if you can see the end, being able to make the list that helps you get there, helps you take the steps and stages to get to your goal. That's one way to be more effective, in my opinion. Um, and not just list of check the box to make me feel like I accomplished something, more so knowing the steps it's going to take you to get there, identifying them, and setting a timeline against them to get there. Are you a good list maker? I'm a decent list maker, but once again, it's when life gets in the way is is where the... The wheels fall off. But yeah, generally, I'm a pretty good list maker. You know, I have seen this practice done. I've actually done it. Uh, I want to get better at it. A lot of the highly effective people that I know, look up to, study, those kind of things, they're, they annually make a list. Mm-hmm. So they they take time, usually at the end or very beginning of the year, and they, in a way, and they say, hey, this is what I want to do this year. This is what I want to accomplish this year. Mm-hmm. And they, they truly lay out a plan of doing that. Well, the only way that's going to ever get accomplished is, am I willing to dedicate, you know, that management time in myself yep. to achieve these things? Mm-hmm. Because like what you just said, life has a way of getting in the way. People, wh- what I've learned in life is people have no problem sucking your time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, it almost comes to the balance and a word that I've struggled with many times in my life. Um, and, and I bet you have. Uh, do, you, do you know the art of saying no? I struggle with it. I know the importance of it. And I've, I've seen it put this way before. No is a complete sentence. I think that is a pretty darn good way to look at things. Um, it is. And it's one that I've struggled with yeah. for a lot of my life. I literally, um, candidly speaking, I didn't really want to have to serve on this swimming part that I'm doing tonight because mm-hmm. Julie is going to do the timing. She called me and asked me, would I would I be willing, you know, I've been asked to do this. 
And in my mind, I'm going, God, I, mean, I got a bunch of things I need to go through. I got some things I get more. And, and, and I wrestled with it. Mm-hmm. And, and instead of saying no, I kind of hemmed and hawed and said, and, and, and she, she, she checked back in with me the next morning. And then I was kind of like, uh, you know, and then, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. It's when a- I wanted to say no, mm-hmm. but what was my problem in saying no? My problem was is quite often people like you and I sometimes feel guilty saying no. Yeah, I think a little bit of that and a little bit of having the mentality of if nobody else is going to do it, somebody needs to step up. And But, but wouldn't that, that put on. us more kind of somewhat... I don't know. It was kind of almost like a martyr type deal. Yeah, I try my best not to fall into that camp because it gets under my skin being around martyrs. So, yeah, yeah. But I mean, it fall. Yeah. It kind of falls into that camp though, mm-hmm. because there's a bunch of people. Like I'll go back to this this swimming deal. Uh, a lot of new families. I mean, I we I volunteered for the last few years. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's funny about that. People are okay. With the same people doing everything. Yep. I found that in life for sure. And so so I bring that back to and to the time management managing yourself. I I, I should have just said, no, Joey, I've, I've got other things I need to do. Just tell them no. Mm-hmm. So I could prioritize with things that, you know, that I feel like my time is more important. I mean, mm-hmm. candidly speaking, I sometimes get a little bit into myself that, that I'm like, well, all those other fathers don't have near the responsibility I have. They don't have all that. I mean, I start playing that into, and and yeah. that's me going back into that victimish, martyrish type of deal that mm-hmm. that is these guys just they don't know what I'm dealing with. You're right; yeah. they don't know. It's not important they know. Mm-hmm. What's important is can I manage myself to say I know, and to say no. Sure. So, you know, and that. So I've been thinking hard on this week that I want to be a more effective person. I want to make sure that I'm putting my energy, my time, and my effort to be more effective, to dive into more of this 20%. I want to get that 20% up. Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I am putting the energy and effort into things that better me, and a better me makes people around me better. And so that is where I realized that managing yourself is the most important part if you want to be an effective time manager. Because you can schedule stuff. You, you can sit here after this podcast, man, go back to your office and say, you know what, I'm going to build out my schedule for the next week, okay? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make that schedule an effective schedule. Nope. It's just busy sometimes. Yeah, it is. And so, but if you will evaluate and say, where am I putting my time? What is going to make me more effective? Mm-hmm. You know, that is that is critical to be the most successful person. So, man, like I said, I wanted to take this time together for us to talk about the difference between time management and managing ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it's managing ourselves. We, we could spend a long time on this podcast. What is that breakdown? Yeah. We, we could get into our personal lives or we can get into how we are in our business lives and our 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 every aspect of our life, our health, our everything, but managing it, okay? Because you only have so much time. Mm-hmm. And I don't care whether you're Bill Gates, the president of the United States, that's not I mean. Being able to manage yourself and the time behind it is critical 
to be an effective person. And since I'm a person of passion and I, and I desire purpose in life, I know how important it is to be a better manager of myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think with that comes balance and balance is possibly an overlooked way of managing yourself in that with having a limited amount of time and a limited way to spread that time to your point, you know, the balance of spending time with the children might make some of the swim meet stuff make sense. But if there's a better way to spend that time with children, with family, with work or whatever, you know, managing the balance is half of managing yourself and your time. I'd say Well, balance is a hard thing in life. Yeah. I mean, the scales of balance. I mean, it just, it, that is a, that's a hard deal because at any given time, something can shift over and you get out of balance. Mm -hmm. And so I, I believe, you know, that, that all, that any person that desires a best life works to seek a level of balance. Mm -hmm. But I almost think that's a lifelong journey. Yeah, absolutely. Constantly tweaking balance. Constantly. Like I went back and said, shifts. The little shifts that we make, make all the difference. And as we manage time and as we manage ourselves and we know that managing ourselves is critical to managing our time, mm -hmm. if we will make little shifts and say, hey, it's okay at times to say no to things. So if you were to boil it down to a key takeaway, the fourth and gold type thing for managing yourself, what's a step our listeners, viewers could take today to get towards a better self-management platform? I think, I think it goes back to your list. Is the list, are you prioritizing the things that make you better? Are you prioritizing the things that you're passionate about? Are you prioritizing the things that are going to make a difference in life? Or are you just kind of building a schedule that's just kind of like checking boxes? Mm -hmm. And so I think making a priority to those things, the things that says, hey, what makes me a better Matt? You know, obviously family time. What am I spending mm -hmm. my time and work doing? Yeah. You know, am, am I looking at it and saying, okay, am I, is there a lot of gaps of wasted time? Mm -hmm. I mean, look, I, I know if I really reflect back, I can look at, man, golly, I wasted a lot of time there. I mean, I, you know, I, I wasted a lot of time binge watching a series. You know, yeah, I, I, but I, if you allow that to be part of your balance, that's okay too. It, it is okay. Has to be, yeah. It is okay. part of the balance. I mean, look, I'm a big promoter that you've got to take time to also decompress. Mm -hmm. You know what now? But many people struggle with that. Oh, Yeah. It can't just be all Netflix. It's I mean, got to be some balance. It can't, it can't be all Netflix. You're right. But, you know, think about this. Do you know people who can't sit still? Yeah, absolutely. I, I can fall prey to that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So so being able to make that a priority, too. Mm -hmm. So I think following that rule, looking at, okay, where's the 80% junk in my in my time? How am I managing that? And if 20%, I, I, I know that I can be effective there, how can I grow that area, that 20%? There's always mm -hmm. going to be things, okay? There's always going to be things pulling in your life. I mean, if you have children, they're going to pull in your life. If you're in a relationship, it's going to pull in your life. You have you have basic responsibilities at a job. They're going to pull at your life. But, hey, where can I grow in my effectiveness? Thanks for joining us today on the Uncommon CEO Podcast. Subscribe to our show wherever you get podcasts. We have video episodes on our YouTube channel and more Uncommon Wisdom on our social media. Find all our links and resources at UncommonCEOPodcast.com. 
for Andrew Smart and all of us here at the Uncommon CEO, stay uncommon. <laughs>